Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. On out the window. Anyway, podcast back for another episode. Look at all you beautiful people in the live chat. Hello to Renee, Robin, Onion, Paige, Victoria, Jamie, Bird, Lori. I like that name. The Perks of Being Lori. Great name. Miss Justice Diane. Oh my goodness. Raven, Shannon, everybody's here. I'm here. You're here. That's all we need. And some topics, including a major brothel network, very Epstein-esque. Uh, when we get into the details of this uh, story, you'll you'll understand why completely. Plus, remember when we found that Coke in the White House? They released photographs of it. Very, very interesting. And perhaps the topic with the most controversy just built right into it, Oreo Gate. All that and more, my friends, on this episode of the podcast. I hope everybody's having a wonderful week. I hope everybody's off to a fantastical start. Uh, your old pal Ant, not looking his best. I've had my head in the toilet for the last 24 hours. A little on the queasy sick side, ate something bad, don't know what it is. But uh, good news, developing news, ate 10 saltine crackers about an hour or so ago, haven't thrown them up. So we are we are starting a streak. We are starting a hot streak, as they say in the business. Um, Brothel Network. This story kind of got glazed over towards the latter part of last week. And I find it amazing because, again, in the height of all the Epstein craze, you know, people were like client list and who's involved and who's on the airplane and, you know, all these things like we were just dying to know. Right. And we're still kind of dying to know. Right. It wasn't that long ago that we heard the story of like, oh, hey, they're going to finally put out the Epstein list. You know, I think uh, the Daily Mail reported just a few months ago, like we're getting it. It's coming. And we're still waiting, still waiting patiently. By the way, we check every single day, every day on the podcast for that uh, list. Still not here. But then this story comes out. And again, I feel like a lot of people just kind of glazed over it. Um, Federal officials arrested three individuals who are responsible for a massive brothel and sex trafficking network. Okay, this stretches across two states, Boston, Massachusetts, and a little place called Virginia, which if you're familiar with any sort of a map, Virginia, parts of it at least, not too far away from our nation's capital of Washington, D.C. They arrested three individuals who have been charged with a conspiracy to coerce and entice to travel and engage in illegal sexual activity. Those three individuals are... Han Lee, H-A-N-L-E-E, a.k.a. Hana, who's 41 years old, came from Cambridge, Massachusetts. James Lee, who's 68, from Torrance, California. And Jimmy Young Lee, Jimmy Young, one word, Jun Young, excuse me, J-U-N-M-Y-U-N-G. I don't know how you would pronounce that, Jun Young Lee. Uh, 30 years old of Massachusetts, have all been arrested and charged, have appeared in federal court, um, for these uh, brothels. These are high-end... We Just wait for it, by the way. If you're like, where is it? Just wait. High-end brothels in luxury apartment buildings, at least in the Boston area, who are paying $3,600 a month for rent. So you're talking about like one of the nicest parts of Massachusetts, right? In fact, it was, you know, it's not like, you know... 
Fifth Avenue penthouse nice, but nice, you know, and they, you know, I was watching a news uh, piece on it earlier and they were interviewing people and it was pretty typical, you know, five o'clock news stuff where they just got the neighbor on the thing. And did you know there was a massive brothel network operating in your apartment building? And this young lady's like, no way, no idea. It's, it's kind of crazy. It's weird. But it's true what she was saying. It's weird to be like, you know, living in a neighborhood in a building. And there's a massive sex ring going on, like, right, you know, I, this has kind of happened, you know, here on Long Island, like we get this every now and then, but it always kind of happens in a seedy area of town, right? Like, I mean, Long Island is made up of like a bunch of towns, but there's always like that town that's got like the bad area in it, that weird motel. And they're like, Hey, we busted a major sex ring. And you're like, okay. I mean, that's, that's to be expected. Seedy, weird motel. What do you think has happened? I mean, you would think that sex rings would be the easiest thing to conquer because you just go to the seedy motel in town. Because what the hell else is going on there? Uh, but as you can see here, they're doing it in high-end apartment buildings with almost $4,000 a month rent. Uh, they were advertising it on some bizarre websites, BostonTop1010.com and Brown Eyes Girls va.blog who the hell is going to those websites uh both websites advertise nude asian models and professional photography and upscale studios as a front for prostitution could you imagine now this is where i get hung up on on these stories where you're like i would like some professional photography taken and then you come across an ad and you're like oh this will be fun and then you get there and it's a hooker that seems to be a bit unfair. It's like the old days when you used to stand outside of a stadium and be like, you know, I need two tickets. And that meant you were selling two tickets to the game. I never understood shit like that. I mean, I understand you're trying to disguise what you're doing, but it's a little confusing. You know what I'm saying? This is why I never made it in the mafia. I couldn't get the lingo, the code. I just, I couldn't follow. So they wouldn't let me in. Um, but anyway, uh, they were doing these uh, things in both Boston and uh, Virginia, similar situations in Virginia. According to the charging documents, defense, defendants charged buyers a premium price for appointments with women advertised on their sites, which ranged from anywhere from $350 to upwards of $600 per hour. Uh, everything was paid in cash. The defendants allegedly concealed the proceeds of the prostitution network through depositing hundreds of thousands of dollars of cash into their personal bank accounts and doing peer-to-peer -peer transfers. Additionally, it is alleged that the defendants regularly used hundreds of thousands of dollars of the cash proceeds from the prostitution business to purchase money orders in values under an amount that would trigger a reporting and identification requirements to conceal the source of the funds. These money orders were then used to pay rent and utilities at brothel locations in Massachusetts and Virginia. Over the course of the investigation, a wide array of buyers were identified. Here's where it gets interesting, kids. Including, but not limited to, doctors, military officers, professors, lawyers, accountants, scientists, high-tech and pharmaceutical executives, government contractors that possess security clearances and yes, our all-time favorite politicians. So we live in a world where right versus left, Trump versus Biden, right? I mean, you just, you name it, AOC versus Gates, wherever it is, we are ready to throw down and battle. Yet a massive brothel sex trafficking ring just got busted up. The investigators have said politicians are involved. Do you hear it? Silence. Nothing. Not a peep. Not a anything. Where's the CNN? Where's Fox News? Well, the local networks are, are carrying it. I, I get the local uh, CBS affiliate in Boston has the story. Major prostitution ring in their neighborhood. That's easy. Send a reporter down, stand in front. Did you know there was a major prostitution ring going on in the apartment above you? No, I didn't. Oh, well, how interesting is this? 
okay, I get that part of it, but where's the 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 hysteria? Where's the clamoring for information? Where's the what politicians are involved in this? If it's a Boston politician thing, not as exciting. Local politicians, who really cares? But if we're talking about Virginia and we're talking about a location next to the capital of the United States of America, and you're openly saying politicians and government contractors that possess security clearance are going to these prostitutions, nobody's upset about this. Nobody's waving a flag on this. Nobody is saying, I'd like to know who the, okay, would I like to know who the scientists are and who the high-tech and pharmaceutical executives are? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I admit I'm curious about it. Am I demanding to know who the politicians and the contractors with security clearance are? Uh, yes, that is, that feels like we throw that into the demand category. I mean, what the hell is going on? We just got through Epstein. We just got through Ghislaine Maxwell and all that that entailed. And now we have a major bust of high-end prostitutes that were sex trafficked to those locations that is close to the capital of the United States that involves politicians. And nobody is getting insane about this. Nobody cares. It's unbelievable to me. It's crazy. Department of Justice says the investigation is ongoing. Um, but they do throw this little nugget in here that they're not sure if they're going to charge any of the Johns. Like, that's what they said. They made these arrests. They apparently shut this thing down. Now, call me crazy. I'm no major entrepreneur, but it feels like once you get one thing going and you know how to do it well, you put it in another location and see how well it does. And then when that's done, you put it in multiple locations after that. It's called franchising, right? McDonald's, Wendy's, Taco Bell, people do it all the time. Um, are we naive enough to think that they got this at stage two? Or is it more plausible that this is going on in other locations with these people and we just haven't uncovered it yet? And to Glenn's point, FBI, CIA cover-up as usual, it's an interesting point, my friend, because, yeah, um, it is our government investigating our government to a degree. But I feel like once you put, once you've confirmed through the investigation that a politician has been there, which, I again, I don't know how exactly how they did it, um... I don't know if the girls are just saying it, it's just hearsay and they can't exactly prove it. But when you put it out at a press conference, yeah, politicians and people with security clearance, we're going to need to know who that is. Uh, I'm sorry, but that bit of information is going to need to be released. Now, will it be released? I am sure one of the major media networks or newspapers will sue under the Freedom of Information Act at some point and be able to assess this information. But we're probably talking about you're at least a year away from that sort of thing happening because when you do do that, again, an investigation has to come to its completion. But to Glenn's point, how much of this is going to be covered up until we get there? Because let me check my watch. It is November 13th, and we 2023, and we still don't know who is on this friggin' Epstein client list for certain, okay? We still don't know. And I know this shit on the internet. I know all of that. But I'm talking about, I want the Department of Justice, the FBI, the CIA, I want the goods released, unredacted, put out into the world, finally, for us all to see. I know those flight logs, and we've talked about all the names that are on there, and Clinton with us 27 times. Well aware, we've talked about it on the show at nauseum. I'm just saying, I want the goods. I want the Freedom of Information Act released unredacted information. And I'm putting in the same claim here because you can't just be like people with security. Like that's how that's how shit goes wrong. Just watch any action movie. There's some dope going to some prostitute and, uh, you know, his badge gets swiped or plans get stolen. I mean, that's how most of these bad movies start. 
And so why would real life be any uh, any fucking different? You know, just doesn't make any sense. But this kind of like I think it was like uh, Friday morning, like this kind of broke Thursday, Friday morning on a local level. It didn't really reach its peak until Saturday. And even then, you know, because on top of just like researching for the podcast, we also always kind of do like a little media study and all these things because I always want to know like oh is this interesting enough to talk about is the audience going to find this interesting is this big enough to bring in new eyes to the podcast so we always kind of just see how much media treatment something gets this is radio silent I mean nobody's turning up their head at the politician thing I cannot cannot get over it I know you're probably thinking, Ant, you've repeated yourself four times now. That's because I'm dumbfounded. I am dumbfounded that a major prostitution ring was busted where they believe that a politician was involved. By the way, politicians, politicians, plural, and nobody is calling for any sort of interesting whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Losing a little faith in it all, people. I got to be honest with you. Losing a little faith in it. The contractors things uh, weirds me out, too. Also, at this point, if you're servicing politicians and high-end government contractors, what kind of an accountant's getting in there? That's what I want to know. Like, what kind of an accountant is going to the same prostitution ring as the politicians? I feel like that is, like, you should be, not to shit on accountants, but you're that's a high level of 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 thing there you know and also haven't we had enough with the prostitutions already like i mean if you're a politician and you're going to a prostitute in 2023 how are you not thinking you're going to be like who i mean we've the whistle the amount of whistleblowing going on in the world right now for lesser things is insane to me the fact that there are politicians who run shit for us that are walking around going, if I just pay this poor traffic girl enough money, I'm sure that her, whatever piece of shit is pimping her out, will keep my identity quiet. The fact that that is a thought is beyond me. That is beyond me. Like, I'm sure these people will keep this quiet. Like, come on now. Who's doing this? Honest to God, who is doing this? But people are stupid. That's what I continue to learn as I go. You just, you, you, people are just stupid. They just do stupid shit all the time, nonstop. They can't help themselves. Speaking of stupid, the Coke that was found in the White House, Hunter Biden's Coke, allegedly. I, I, I added the Hunter Biden's part. I'm just assuming. You know, uh, you know I have uh, lots of co- cousins who dealt with uh, drugs, lots of them. Lots of my male cousins who I grew up with and worked with at the airport in Queens. Uh, And uh, whenever some drugs showed up at the family party, we didn't, nobody bothered me. You know what I'm saying? Nobody was like, oh, that might be Anthony's Coke. It never really came up. There was three or four cousins that we were like, "Mm, it's one of them. You know what I'm saying? I'm not accusing Hunter. I'm just saying for personal experience, in our family, we knew who to go to. So I could imagine that in the White House, it shouldn't be much different. But here's the weird part about this story with the Coke in the, in the White House. Um, it was in a locker. Ironically enough, the Department of Justice just released the photograph of the cocaine and it was in a locker. Locker number 50, for those of you who are curious, I'll put the picture up on the screen for you right now so you can take a look. So the Department of Justice uh, release this photograph. And there it is. Uh, there's the locker. There's the little bag of Coke in locker number 50 uh, at the entrance to the uh, to the White House. And uh, again, Daily Mail, credit them. They sued under the Freedom of Information Act, and they were able to get the Secret Service to turn over this information. The Secret Service, by the way, who must be exhausted, from doing an entire 11 day investigation into uh, the, the found Coke back in July, this was found. They have crossbought in a hazmat team first. 
Uh, the building was evacuated. The president was gone. So that wasn't too much of an issue. It's obviously a little calmer on the White House when the president's not there. So the president leaves. That's easy. They find this stuff. They bring in the hazmat people. Then they realize that, oh, okay, this is cocaine. Then the FBI says that they were unable to find the culprit due to, quote, lack of physical evidence. The testing that they did on it failed to turn up fingerprints or sufficient DNA on the bag. Couldn't get fingerprints off of a Coke bag. Or any kind of DNA off of a Coke bag. Okay. Uh, the Secret Service said in a statement, without physical evidence, the investigation will not be able to single out a person of interest from the hundreds of individuals who passed through the vestibule where the cocaine was discovered. Um, roughly 500 visitors were considered suspects, but Secret, Secret Service reps never disclosed whether any were interviewed. The cocaine was later destroyed. Yeah. Again, I have some cousins who like to destroy cocaine. <sighs> That way, I don't. What did they do? Did they carry? Did, did somebody carry it and dump it into the toilet and flush it? What are you doing, Karen? Poor fucking, <laughs> poor fucking Karen. They were gonna find it. Look here's somebody who knows about flushing coke down a toilet. That's Jason. Never, never. I never did that before in my life ever. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how I would be on coke. What do you think? Normal you is too much. <laughs> right, so I know. Interesting. That's interesting. I don't know how you would be. You're not hyper, though. Um, for, so for somebody who's nonstop, you're very calm about it. Yeah, that's true. That's I wonder true. how you would be. We should get some Coke and see. Okay. I mean, really, it's an experiment for the podcast when, when you get down to it. I'm doing it for the people. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's the best part about all of this in the, the White House where a location where 500 visitors were coming in and out there is no footage of anybody putting anything into the lockers are you kidding me uh, just say who it is we know who it is <clears throat> Biden's son Um, they say that there was a lack of footage, a lack of footage oh, in, the, yeah. in the holding area, <laughs> which is located one floor right beneath the Oval Office and just steps away from the Situation Room. So the two most important locations in the White House steps away from there. Mm. No video footage. Yeah, okay. Sure. You believe that? I mean, you can't make this shit up. No, I'll tell you what bothers me the most about this is the word lack. Right. Like, <coughs> excuse me. they just go, well, how should we tell people? Just tell them there was a lack of footage. Right. That'll do it. They'll believe that. <laughs> I mean, who's buying any of this? It's fucking crazy. You. No. An 11-day investigation into cocaine in the White House. And then there's no footage of it. There's no fingerprints on the Coke bag. Who, how do you not have a fingerprint on a bag? <sighs> I mean, it requires a finger to put in anywhere. Right. That's what she said. Ooh. I mean, unless a, a mystery man just fucking wore gloves and put some Coke in a bag and thought it would be fun to drop it in the White House. Mm. It, this is fucking crazy. Uh, well, you have stranger 20, things have happened. Listen, you have 24 hour surveillance footage of the front of your door. Your stoop, you can access that right. anytime you want with little to no issue. I mean, have you ever lost footage of that doorbell camera you got? Uh, no. And let me tell you something. If I could catch people who, who stole my Nespresso pods, they could find out who planted the Coke. Yeah. Did you find out who that was, by the way? 
Yeah, a bunch of kids. Bastard. And I yeah, that's right. I did post it on a mom's well, it's like a not a mom's Facebook group, but it's like a, a local Facebook group. Somebody said, Oh yeah, I know who that kid is. So you found who the kid was. I got, I got the name. I sent the video to um the police, um the precinct, and I even got the kid's name, sent him everything. And he was the the police officer was like, so the the kid lives with his grandmother, and he said she said he wasn't there, and I was like, oh, I have I have footage that says otherwise, because you know what I did. Of course, I had to stop it, take pictures. Now you're telling me if my like shitty ring camera can take pictures? Come on. Yeah. Now let me ask you a question. Uh, you identified this. Uh, you you got stills. You you put it out on Facebook. You crowdsourced. You identified the people. Was this done in under eleven days? Uh, yeah, I think it was done in like a day. <laughs> I think there's a job waiting for you at the Secret Service slash and or oh, FBI. Uh, well, you know, you know, I'm dying. I am <laughs> dying. I just don't get it. How can you find somebody who stole something and your name? How big is your neighborhood? I mean, you're talking about tens right. of thousands of people that could have potentially stolen something from your front lawn. Yep. And you were able to find it in, in a day. Yep. 500 people pass through an area of the White House and they suddenly the cameras don't work. We can't get fingerprints off it. Come on. I mean... It doesn't make any sense. And I'll tell you what, between this and the and the brothel thing, the the amount of blatant bullshit that's going on, just because the news cycle is so fast now, it doesn't even matter anymore. Because people are like, oh, this is crazy. And then we will forget it just as quickly as we learned it. Well, you want to hear something that's funny is that I didn't find out right away it was stolen. It was like it was delivered on a Thursday. And on Friday, my husband ha happened to ask me, uh, oh, did you you put away the Nespresso pods already? I was like, what Nespresso pods? He was like, we got them yesterday. I was like, no, we didn't. So then he he's like, yeah, we did. And he sent me the video of it being um, delivered. And I was like, oh, my God, did someone steal it? And I went back and I was like, Oh my god, because you could see I still have the video too. The kids running and they but they're dumb because here's that's why this is why it's really dumb these days because you're on camera. Literally okay, this is what I and I, I have been saying this. If I wanted to kill someone nowadays, I can't do it. Mm. Can't do it because I'm getting caught. I'm getting caught. I don't care if it's in not even like a, a hugely populated area because they're going to get my car on right. the highway, right? A picture of it. So uh, there's just no, there's you cannot get away with it nowadays. I don't think, unless I don't know, I don't know. Maybe I'll just speak to a killer, try to get away with it, but I cannot, you cannot get away with it. I would be so scared to do something because the camera is always around, except said, at the White House, except for that. Except for the White House and Epstein's jail cell and major multi-state brothels. Except for there, it's all, yeah. I said the same thing, too, about the brothel thing. It's like you're walking into an apartment building. There's a there's a camera. Right. There's got to be a camera. There's cameras fucking everywhere. They're everywhere. I don't know. I, to me, like you said, even on a highway, like you couldn't even prove that it was, like they could get your car going in that direction. Find yep. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just... Yep. <laughs> I watch too many shows that yeah, will tell me. I know. That'll tell me, uh, you can't do this because what if this happens? So. I know you've been trying to kill that husband of yours for years. I, what? I, <laughs> uh, Robin, I caught my mom's burglar in a day years ago. Yeah, I mean, if if average citizens are doing this, why can't the most elite police force on the planet figure <coughs> out? Well, apparently not. You know, figure out who left a little coke behind. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Mm -hmm. I said this uh, to my wife the other day too, because there was just a big uh, bust in the city uh, from the, one of the crime, one of the uh, mafia families there. And I'm like, I don't even know how these how these things are even still existing today. Like it again with the mm -hmm. amount of cameras that 
that are everywhere. By the way, uh, recommendation to watch the new Gotti um, documentary on Netflix. I might have said that already. I didn't like it. <gasps> yeah, well, I didn't think it was that great. I, there was nothing. nothing I think that... I think because there was a lot of the old neighborhood on it, I liked it. It was My a trip down memory lane. I'm not yes. gonna lie to you. It was like pulling out an old family album. But uh, other than that, it, there was nothing new. There was nothing mm. enticing. I still can't believe they've not made a great movie of his. I mean, his life is so I know. interesting. And the Actually, two. Go ahead. So the two movies that they put out, the cheaper one with Amon DeSanti on HBO is better than the one that Travolta did. Yeah, I know. I heard that too. I think his daughter is extremely interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is that? If you watch, no joke. If you watch her Lifetime movie, there's a lot that you don't know about her. They made a Lifetime movie about her. Mm-hmm. Hmm. She's interesting, but um, yeah, no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying there is nothing on. There is nothing on. Okay. On I'm TV. upset. I'm upset. Look at me. I'm upset. You look at there's nothing on, and then I'm forced to watch these shows that I fall asleep to. So. I watched the one Ooh. with the good old AOA Flicks picks here. I watched okay. the one on Netflix with uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Okay, so I almost watched that one. Instead, we watched Old Dads, and I fell asleep. You didn't like Old Dads? It wasn't great, right? Yeah, I know. I the the more I let time pass, the less I liked it. Actually, it it was decent, but I probably should have watched the other one, right? Yeah, but okay. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. Uh, what was I'm trying to <laughs> Wait, find your, the name? Of it. Your wife has a really good joke. She just told me. <laughs> you can say it. I can't say it on the air. You have to. You have to ask her. Okay. Um, no hard feelings is the one. Yeah, it, it's not outstanding, but it's. It was decent. There was one line in it that I was I was laughing for five minutes over. It was oh, really? really okay. Yeah, there's one throwaway line that she, she's great in it. Actually, she's really funny. Yeah, she is. I like her. Paige, did you see Flight Attendant? Of course, I did. First and second season, because that was a good one. Did you see that one? Flight Attendant? No. Yeah. No, I didn't see that one. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't understand though. Uh, so, just a thought on that. Go ahead. Jennifer Lawrence is huge. She does this little movie for Netflix, and she's naked. She does a naked scene. No, you where see you it? see everything. Like what? Everything. Her vagina. Uh huh. No way. Well, not like too up close, but and I think she was wearing one of those like uh, fake bush things. She had a, she had a bush. Bush. Yeah, it's yeah. probably fake. I think it is because they use it to cover up the goods, hmm. but it's on screen for like forty-five seconds. I mean, the whole thing is like wild. And I, I looked. I was I'm watching. I, I no. Are you kidding me? I swear to God, and I'm like, why? I don't even know why she's doing this. Like, she's like a major actress. I, I the whole yeah, premise. That's, that's surprising this, to me. Right. The whole premise of the movie is kind of strange. I mean, I mean, I don't know. And she was like a producer on it and everything. I just feel like she didn't really have to get totally, completely naked and do the scene. But she, yeah, that's weird. That is weird. I mean, I'm not complaining. I was, I was happy to be there for it. But did I, I, didn't she get her pick stolen once? I think so. Yeah, I think she was one of those. Which is maybe why she's like, "Fuck it, who cares anymore?" Everybody's yeah, already seen else me. Saw my bush. Yeah, show yeah, show show the bush a little bit. Yeah, what's the big deal? Um, let's see here. I watched Arrival. Thanks for the movie tip. I don't know if that's an overwhelming. Was that sarcastic? You could read that two ways. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> thanks for the movie tip. You know, or thanks for the movie tip. I don't know I which one it. that was. Nope. I watched. I read it as I watched Arrival. Thanks for the movie tip. <laughs> Did you see it? Did you see Arrival? No, it's good. It's really good. I'm telling you, 
we I sit there and I scroll and I go, you want to watch this? No. You want to watch this? No. I'm like, what mm-hmm. am I doing? I am here trying to find a good show for us to watch. And you just sit there and want to watch bad stand-up comedians. Comedians. Oh. It's hard work. Let me tell you something. We have gone to the point. We complain about everything. And we're at the point now where we're like, we don't know how good we had it. When Yeah, I know. I know. When we had something to watch. When there were yeah. no choices. When somebody just yeah. picked it for us and put it on TV. And we were like, okay, we're either watching this or we're not watching anything. See, that's kind of why I don't want to get rid of regular cable. Because... I do like to go through the channels and whatever's on that I like, I'm going to keep it on, you know, mm-hmm. like, like even like old episodes of the office or friends. Okay. I'm watching this one. I'm not going to go to Netflix or whatever and go, let me watch this episode. No, I'm going to, what I like, what I see on TV, I'm going to watch it. That's it. That's it. <coughs> Yeah, I got rid of cable and I'm, I couldn't be happier. Uh, Nicole See? says she loved it. And also Mercury said, watch The Rival 2 and I enjoyed it. It's interesting. It makes you, really makes you think, I feel like we need to, we'll do a full talk on on The Rival because you could watch it and go, oh, that's great. But when you really start to think about the movie and what they're what they're sh- okay. preaching to you, it, it could fuck you up a little bit. It Ooh, could fuck really? you up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, two more things. Oreo gate and whatever the hell Janine just sent me. I have no idea. Are we, is this for the podcast? Yeah, you could, you could show it because I'm wondering if anybody else has this problem. Okay. All right. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to bring it up while we talk about Oreo gate. Okay. There is a new term out there. I find this to be fascinating. And I think we're going to get a lot more of this. I think this is going to be like the new thing that everybody talks about. Shrinkflation. Okay. Have you heard of shrinkflation? No. Oh, yes, I have. It's when you buy something, but it actually gets smaller and the price goes up. Like my husband's penis. (laughs) Because inflation's happening and uh, companies are trying to cut back. Like uh, Doritos. They're now accusing Oreo of doing this. They're saying Oreo isn't as much cream in the cookie as they used to. That's what she said. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know Which is because I'm not because Oreo either. You're not? Like, if it's there, if I'm really, if I really, really want it, I guess. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to go for it. It's not my go-to. Look at his face. He doesn't believe me. Or you think, or you're looking at me disgust. Well, you want you review a lot of doorbell footage not to be sitting there snacking on something. So that's why I'm having a hard <laughs> time with this. <laughs> um, but I think, listen, Oreos are interesting in that you do get that little disc of cream in there. They're saying it's gotten thinner and it's also gotten smaller. You know, it's pretty fascinating how they put those Oreos together and you get that little perfect disc of cream mm. that gets put on there. But people are all over the place saying it's the latest uh, incident of shrinkflation where less cream is going into the Oreo than used to be. Now I'm going to take it. I'm going to take, I'm going to take a controversial stance here. I say, good. I say the less cream, the better, the less cream, the better. I say there's too much cream in a regular Oreo. That's why I can't get behind these double stuffed crazy maniacs. Uh, that are all out there, like more cream, more cream. I agree. I agree. In fact, aren't you a fan of the thin stuffed Oreos then? I sure am. Okay, so there you go. I, I definitely am. Uh, I think the cream to cookie ratio is an important thing, and I think we're blowing it out just by like, oh, we're getting... You know, it's like people who go to a, a buffet. It's like, you really only eat a plate. Anything over Ooh. a plate is is overkill you think you're getting more and it's better and it's kind of you know actually okay i'm not a huge fan of them right and i haven't been to one and i don't even know how long but there is a brunch buffet close to me that looks amazing like it has all this seafood 
it kind of like remind me of what your wedding looked like. Like that seafood. Oh, yeah? Yes. We should all go. Well, seafood so, buffet. Let me yeah. just say my previous statement with withholding the, the seafood buffet. I have a lot of respect for a seafood buffet. Right. I know nothing against that. It's not just seafood, though. It's other things, but I, I want to go to it. All right, and I don't, and I don't like brunch, and I don't like buffets. But this looks amazing. How about that? Yeah, my wife is not a big fan of buffets. She doesn't like any situation where other people can sneeze and snot on your oh, food. No, I figured that. No. Yeah. I just don't like the fact. You're gonna laugh at this. I don't like when eggs and like non-breakfast items are next to each other. Because here's the thing. What? I don't oh, like that? when like eggs and like chicken parm are next to each other. Oh, like, okay. So okay. I that's why I don't love brunch. If if we ever go to brunch, I will pick the lunch item. I will not pick the breakfast item. And I hate that it's lumped together. I'd rather just have lunch. Oh my god, I don't like breakfast. There you go. I didn't know you had such a problem with brunches. Oh yeah, no. It's it's kind of like a, a running joke. Like people know, like I don't like brunch. If you were my real friend, you would know that. Like that's true. Well, it's evident we're not real friends. No. Uh, so you, what you're saying is separate but equal. You're okay with breakfast. You just don't want it being next to brunch. It would next to lunch. No. Okay. Like a true man, you're not listening. No, you I said you don't like breakfast no, items. I, I get that. I don't like breakfast. I, I don't I don't generally like breakfast. Like my go-to breakfast, which is almost every single day, is a bar. I don't really have eggs or bacon or any of the other stuff. Like that's it, a bar. So even when I, I when I go out to eat, I rather have lunch or dinner. I don't want to have breakfast. Because I, I feel, agree with that. and also, more more than anything, I hate, hate, <laughs> hate the way breakfast smells. <laughs> I hate the way breakfast smells. It gets in your hair. That smell, that greasy bacon egg smell. God, I'm a princess. You have a lot. Of, there's a lot of issues. There's a lot of stuff yeah. going on. So okay. Let's get back to this. Let's break this down for one second. Mm -hmm. I don't love breakfast. Okay? Don't love it. Mm -hmm. But I, I really dislike eggs sitting next to chicken parm or penny alavaca. I don't like them together. And you know what's really funny? If, if I go out to people, if I go out with people for lunch, for brunch, and, and like... I want everybody to order lunch items like me. I don't like when they order <laughs> breakfast items. So eight people go out to brunch. Everybody orders lunch except for one person. You're going to be like that fucking asshole over there. I'll get annoyed in my head. Why? Because I, I just, there's just something about it. Oh. All right. Can I say something? Go ahead. I think I'm going to surprise people here when I say. <coughs> that you like brunch. I'm with you. Oh. I'm with you almost all the way until we get to the eggs Benedict and okay. the eggs Benedict is just an outstanding star of the breakfast lineup. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. How do you like that? Like what's your, okay. So it's like, I just say runny eggs. What do you like a sauce on top? Do you like, it yes. on avocado toast. No, eggs Benedict, right? The runny eggs, like you just said, but they're poached. So even the white is different, it's a bit yeah. softer. And a Bernier sauce, right on, like a right on top. Like that is that lemony, garlicky, uh, lemony, buttery sauce right on top is to die for. You get that on top of a little slice of ham with an English muffin or a little crab cake, maybe down there. Okay, now I will. Okay, so I will tell you this. Yeah, 
I recently tried that, like in the last few years. I would not look at that at all, right? I'd be like, how do people eat this? But I'm like, let me try it. I actually do like it. I, I do. It's an acquired taste, I'd say. Not everybody loves it, right? Mm-hmm. Hold on. I want to I want to see if I could just... the one that I get. The one that I get is I only get it one place. Cuz where else do you get a nice little again, the it's the it's the Hollandaise or the Bernier's or Hollandaise, whatever whatever you're putting on people put both. I think it's Hollandaise really mostly. Oh, the bird Hollandaise. Thank you, bird. And yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna, can I tell you what I, this is Please. what I get. Please. Avocado BLT Benedict over a toasted ciabatta with eggs, hickory smoked bacon, grilled mm. tomatoes, hollandaise sauce, lemon dressed peppery baby arugula topped with sliced avocado. Oh, that sounds good. Can you clean up the mess in your pants, please? Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell I have an erection? Because that sounds like perfection on a plate. Okay, now, first time I tried this, I was like, I remember that day, I was like, it's a little too early for lunch, but I don't want eggs and bacon. So whoever I was with was like, just try this. And I was like, that's not me. Like, oh, I, and like, just try it. So I was like, all right. So I tried it and I was like, oh my God, this is actually really good. Mm -hmm. It's really, it is very good, but. Besides that, no. But this place, I'm going to send it to you. Send it over to me. Because this place, this is up my alley. This is just. There are two places that I completely love. One of them does the uh, Benedict over. It's a, They put a little spinach, and then a, they put a nice little crab cake underneath that. And just when you get the yolk and the hollandaise mixing and you sop it up with the crab cake, oh, heaven, heaven. So other place, which I don't go to as often, quite bougie. They do theirs on an English popover. Oh, and they do it and they do it with lobster. So it's like a lobster burn uh, um, Benedict. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much to die for, too. That's what that's like. You eat that, though, and you're like. Mm. You got you got to take the day off. It's just it's so rich and delicious. That's it, right? Okay. That's that's it. That's all there is to it. But uh, the Benedict is the star for me. Outside of that, there's no real reason for a, a buffet, a breakfast. I mm. and I'm with you. And I do. It, there is some stupid thing where there's like a fucking. There's always like a like a penny vodka next to the, like waffles, and you're like, this doesn't work. Like why? Why? Like. All right, you just sent me th- this place, and I tell you already the the name annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> what a stupid name! You hate you hate it. <clears throat> Why am I like? This hmm. name is so dumb. <laughs> is this place new? Yep, pretty new. Okay, because seven hundred and seven followers is not impressive. Food looks good though. Is this the place with the seafood buffet? Yep. Okay. Yep. I'll try. Well, look at this. All you can eat brunch every Saturday. Got a big fat lobster claw on there. Fifty-five ninety-five a person. Yep. But then, nope. It's worth it. Is it full lob- chilled lobster? See, I don't love that. Eat the lobster up, goddamn it. Salads, omelets. That's the other thing too. We get a little crazy with the omelet. People, people overvalue omelet stations. Let's be honest. Yeah, everyone's like, "Oh my god, I'd love an omelet station." I'm like, "No, not me." Yeah, I need. I'm the same way. Unless you're making a big Benedict on that omelet station, I'm not impressed at all. You know what? I think I think I don't love an omelet because usually the egg is cooked too much, and I hate the brown on the egg. If that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Don't like it. So, yeah, no, the you got to go here. I think the this does look good. Are those oysters and clams? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. Um, I think the I think the the omelet stations are for control freaks because they could be like, I want onions and I would like <clears throat> four mushrooms, please. And you know, it's like very controlled, you know, yeah, very yeah. controlled situation. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm glad we got some of that. I think I think we've made progress. <laughs> I think so. 
I think so we've really. See if we can invite everyone to go to brunch. <laughs> no, I don't think we could do that. We don't hang out as friends anymore. But no, but we we've made some progress. Right. All right now, uh, viewer discretion advised. What on earth is this that we're looking at here? Because this looks disgusting to me. I want you to zoom in and try to tell me what you see, what you think it could be. I think those are bugs of some sort. Are those okay. fruit flies? Yep. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but we had a fruit fly infestation in my house. Mm -hmm. And I can't, and this isn't even, so I was like, what the hell do we do? So I was drinking wine Friday night and I was like, oh, wait, I, I read that that attracts them. So I left a little bit in there and I'd say about half of these went in there. And then the next morning, there was more, all of these. Is so that this, your wine? Yep. But I also put a few drops of dishwashing soap in there because it's supposed to not let them get out. Right. Yeah, I've heard and, that. But um, when I told my sister-in-law, she's like, oh, yeah, we had that too. And so did someone else. There's something going on that, first of all, I don't keep fruit in my house, like, out. <laughs> so what are they doing there? Oh, no. <laughs> it's in the name, damn it. Fruit flies. Right. But you know what's funny? I remember at work we had this problem a couple of years ago, and we couldn't figure out why it was they were coming in. We don't know why. Still don't know why, but we left out vinegar. I did get vinegar, but it wasn't attracting them like the wine was. This is going to sound really dumb, but yeah, where do they come? Are they flying from far distances? I don't distances? even know. I Are don't they know. smelling it? How does it work? I, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know. I feel really stupid for not knowing. I'm sure somebody's going to be like, some larva gets mm -hmm. hatched and there's like 90 of them. That's got to be it, right? Because what? how else can you explain this? They say they could come in with fruit and they um, put their eggs on the fruit and then it hatches. So I'm thinking maybe bananas that I had gotten, but like we don't keep them out. Like not, not that we don't keep them out. They go fast. So I don't know. It just seems gross to me. And yes, it, and some, so somebody else said, <clears throat> because it hasn't been really cold here, that's why they're still alive too. Yep. It's it's been so strange weather-wise here, hasn't it mm -hmm. been? Yes. Yep. Yeah, so, Renee says it's happening elsewhere. It must be right hatching conditions, still warm outside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's been warm here. Yep. So I don't know. Disgusting though. That is pretty disgusting. Also but, Yeah, go ahead. Why are you buying such shitty wine? That looks like shitty wine. Well, it's mixed in with the soap. Oh, okay. All right. You're not drinking rosé or anything like that, are you? Oh, no. That's Josh wine, okay, motherfucker? <laughs> what did you say? That's Josh wine? You never. You don't know what Josh wine is? No. Goodbye. <laughs> I don't know what Josh wine is. Okay, let's, let's hear it for Josh wine. No? Josh Sellers? Oh, I don't know. Is that a particular wine uh, brand? Yeah. All right. I, I didn't know. Oh, wait. <clears throat> Hold on. I just thought of something. I did watch something good, but it's over. The And you don't you didn't like it, but I thought it was really good. Um, David Beckham documentary. Ugh. You watched that? Was it good? Yes. What was so good about it? The part where he cheats on her and she pretends like it didn't happen? Uh, the part where they show him a lot with his shirt off. Oh, God. We... <laughs> All right. I'll tell you something. He could still get it. I mean, he's not old, but he still looks good. He's a good-looking dude. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. So, but you're not into soccer, so you probably... No. Yeah, I am, so Interesting. I am I'm actually mad at him and his wife for creating the Beckham challenge on TikTok. Have you seen What's this? That? No. So there's that song. Uh, 
the islands in the sun islands in this i forget what it is but i guess they played it in the documentary and she's dancing and then he comes in and starts dancing oh so now people are so now women are going they're filming themselves and that song is playing and they're dancing to see if their husband will start dancing yep. and i just hate every part of this i just hate all of it i hate that this cheating son of a bitch has caused like a cra- like oh it's like their marriage is a it's fake. It's propped up fake. He clearly so? cheated multiple. Like, yeah, like she well, deserves so much better. And and now we're going to base a relationship test on this asshole. Yeah. That, okay. Now I get it. That's one thing that bothers me. The second thing that bothers me is I hate most of the couples that create content together on TikTok. It is 99% of the time horrific pre-planned poorly acted dog shit i agree with that but do you like carlos and sarah i don't know who carlos and sarah is he's from italy and she met him there when she was on vacation and then like but them i like and then so she does things to piss him off yeah yeah uh, that's okay that's that seems genuine to me because any italian gets that aggravated over minor things like sauce versus gravy anyway i think he's adorable yeah he is adorable but they're good but you know i know there's a lot a lot of them are like it's like forced you know what i mean so fucking forced i hate that i hate that i hate all of it and then anything where they try and make a guy dance annoys me for some reason because i just feel like men don't really want to dance we do do it wow really i i do take i do take pleasure in dancing i like having a couple drinks and dance i don't mind it um but when my wife's camera is propped up on the kitchen counter and she's dancing, you will not see me dancing next no. to her. It's not going to happen. Mm. In fact, I will probably pick up the phone and smash it and be filming that with my phone to put it on my TikTok. Yeah. I'll be like this. Now, how is your islands in the sun? How does yeah, that really? fucking feel? I do remember them doing that in the documentary. It's I, so I annoying. Found, I found that to be kind of weird, but I was like, okay, whatever. And I hate how excited the woman gets when the husband mm. finally does start dancing. But it's like, what choice have you given him? He can see the fucking phone. You know right. what I'm saying? Stop getting mm-hmm. so excited. You conned him into this, and now you're like, oh, I have such a good man. Meanwhile, he's probably some accountant that's going to these high-end Asian prostitutes in Boston, Massachusetts, or Virginia. <laughs> or Virginia. Yeah. <clears throat> so who knows? The, the Beckham challenge I wish would stop right away. But how many episodes was that show? Four. That sounds like too many. Um I like it because it gave the history of his soccer career. And like I'm interested in that. So if you're not, then I could see how it could be boring. Mm-hmm. But oh god, he is oof. I could not get tired of looking at him. I was going to say, are you interested because he's good looking? Because I was interested in Jennifer Lawrence's latest film, too, which was kind of mediocre. Yeah, her and her fake bush. Yeah. 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 Was- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Creep. It was a big fake bush. I mean, it was big. It was robust. Really? Was it like a joke that it was? No, not overly. No. No, she's very attractive, which she's kind of an enigma because there's nothing there's nothing special about her or unique, yeah. mm-hmm. but I find her to be incredibly attractive. You do. I don't know why that is. I don't know. I don't know if I've been imprinted from her scene in Silver Linings Playbook and if that has just always been on my mind. Which which scene? It was the scene where she's in the I don't even remember what she said to be honest with you, but she's in the diner talking to Bradley Cooper and she's recounting like some wild sexual evening. And she's like, you know, she's like has some mental issues or whatever, and she's going down this path of telling I think it was about her being with another girl, I think, from what I can remember. And he's just like he can't believe what he's hearing. And it was it was very like 
holy shit like that was the first movie i saw her in okay i didn't watch any of the i'll take me as tribute movies whatever that fucking was that she was in Hmm. so i so i don't know if i was really imprinted into that first character and that's what's on my mind forever but yeah i don't know i think she's uh but i feel like you're doing the same thing with beckham where you're like oh i want to know about his soccer career when do you like do you care about ugly soccer players careers too thank Mm. you because you put anybody else in that Jennifer Lawrence role from that movie, and I'm not really going to be as interested in it. You're not going to watch it. Probably not. Probably not. All right. Well, I guess I'll have to watch it then. <clears throat> I guess so. But if you didn't like old dads, I didn't put this that much higher than old dads. I mean, it's not. It ain't that much of a bigger step up. No. Which breaks my heart because I do love Bill Barr. Oh, okay. All right. Anything else? Any other fruit flies you want to talk about? Not any except you. Hey, (laughs) oh, I got I had flies in my house today. I don't know where they came from, but it was it was another thing where it was freezing out today. And I feel like they all just dove in to get some warmth before they just inevitably died. Weird that you say that because one was in my daughter's classroom and she freaked out because there was a fly in that. Yeah, I think they just sense warmth and they go in and they're already too late. Sorry, cat. Their faith has already been decided. All right, J-Sabs, appreciate you as always. I'm glad we had this uh, breakfast uh, conversation. Had to tell, had to shoot it straight with America sometimes, tell them what they need to hear. People need to know. Yeah. I wonder if the brunch buffet is as big of a thing outside of America. I feel like it's not. I feel like it's one of the shitty things that Americans do that people are like, what the fuck, what are they doing? Yeah, I think so too. With the eggs next to the macaroni. It doesn't make any fucking sense. All right. Love you all. We'll see you on Wednesday. Show me potato salad. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead.